Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. So you did the old wait in the garage for the rain to stop. Well, I was like, it's just so dramatic. Like it's, and I was looking at my, uh, your little app Doppler, Yeah, oh, you know, looking at the Doppler and okay. it was like, you know, it can't last that much longer. So I thought, okay, I'll just sit around and wait and did my work from my garage. Gotcha. Old Doppler Denise from Columbia. Right. Hanging out in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> it just, well, the news, whenever I walked in the studio, they were like, we just got a few inches in less than two hours. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it downpoured. I, I fortunately escaped most of the heavy, heavy stuff, so that's good. Um, but when I was, I was sitting here, and I've got the window right next to me, it was pouring. Yeah. By the way, this is a soundproof studio, quote, soundproof, and right. I could hear it. It was so loud. So, yeah, I know that some places have received some hail this morning and things like that. So roads are wet, which means hydroplaning is possible. Just be careful if you're out there driving. Uh, we're going to play a game today at 730 for some Cardinals theme night tickets. Cardinals Stadium Tour Wayno's version t-shirt night. That's on Friday. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to celebrate Wayno's last, uh, last three games here at home. And they're going to do that this weekend. So we've got tickets for that. Also, we've got tickets for Tim McGraw mm-hmm. at 8 o'clock. We'll give those away with the big three. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Another country artist reveals they're sober and they've been keeping it a secret for over a year now. Letting everybody have a second to take a guess who it is. I think I know who it is. Ashley McBride is at the top of her game, her career, and her personal life. And now she's been feeling better physically as she recently told Kelly Bannon that she's been sober for over a year. That was not my guess. Who was your guess, Morgan Wallen? Charles Kelly, but we already kind of knew about that, I guess, now that I think about it. Yeah, that's a silly guess. We talk about him all the time. (sighs) No guess is silly, Casey. Anyway, Ashley McBride been sober from over a year now. It's 450-something days. But I didn't really want to talk to anybody about it, even lightly, until a year had passed. Because yeah. I was like, what if I screw it up? Your brain was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I'm like, well, what? A, that's weak. I'm not going to accept that. Which is such an Ashley thing to say. Yeah. Like, she's so, like she's so soft and welcoming for sure, but she's also got that, like rough side to her and I can totally see her deciding okay this is something I'm gonna do and then the devil on her shoulders like no (laughs) and she sucker punches it yeah (laughs) we've talked about this numerous times and how difficult it is to stay away from alcohol when you're on the road all the time and surrounded by it because I mean for us we go to a concert mm, more than most people, I would say. Definitely. But for the regular average person, you're going to maybe two or three concerts a year, and you're going there to have a good time. So alcohol is everywhere, right? Totally. And you don't need that to have a good time, but it's very in your face all the time as an artist. So yes. I can see why this or how this would be a big issue for a lot of people. Yeah, the interview is actually really interesting. So I'm going to share a link on our Facebook page. I think the more and more we get to know Ashley McBride's personality, the more and more everybody seems to like fall for her and she becomes more and more relatable and she really gets into it and here saying, you know, it's not necessarily that I had a huge like alcohol problem, but it's just that my life's gotten 
exponentially better yeah. now that I've set it to the back burner. I just feel like she makes like a mean deviled egg. She or has, has it, She's got to. an awesome casserole or something that she always oh, brings. Yeah. Like she's so one of us, you know you what I mean? You know what? <laughs> Give her 10 to 12 years and I guarantee she comes out with a cookbook too. Yeah. She'll be one of these uh, Trisha, what are the other, Carrie, yeah. Miranda, artists who have that. They're spicy devil eggs, by the way. They're not regular. Right. They're not regular devil And if eggs. she was drinking, it would be a spicy margarita. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Remy and Casey. What ridiculous lengths have you gone to to get the food that you are craving? 314-699-4766. My biggest craving after having my wisdom tooth removed was Oreos. <laughs> and I probably could have eaten this like prior to healing fully. Yeah. But it's just like crunchy and I don't know. I wanted to fully enjoy it. It's like because I've been chewing on the left side of my mouth for so long, my the right side of my tongue hasn't like those taste buds haven't been activated in a long time. I can't wait to fully taste something. Uh, but Lauren grabbed some a couple weeks ago. It was a Friday night and I had been looking forward to it for a couple days. Uh, got the Oreos out, opened the refrigerator to get some milk and there was no milk. And I was so let down because to me, Oreos are worthless without milk. Uh, if you eat Oreos without milk, I feel like you may be a serial killer. All the grocery stores in town were closed. So I went to the gas station and paid $7 mm. for milk. <laughs> Gosh. I saw the price. It was $6.99. I said, wow, inflation has really struck the gas station milk. Yeah. Man, I remember when you could go to the gas station and get milk for less than what it was at the grocery store. And for whatever reason, I don't know, this this one in particular was double. Uh, and I'm wondering, because I got home and my wife was like, did you really just spend $7 on milk so you could have it tonight? And I said, yes. So what great lengths have you gone to to enjoy that food that you've been craving? I personally... I'm not in this boat because if it's not meant to be, I just won't eat whatever it is or I won't eat that night. But my fiance- I just won't eat. <laughs> no, yeah. I'll just wait till the next day. My fiance is insane about ice cream. Like if it's late and all the ice cream places are closed or if like we're- it's like just far enough away from town that like we're not going to a schnooks. We can't get into a, you know, wherever to get ice cream. Yes. Or all the fast food places are closed. He'll drive us straight to St. Louis or straight like wherever he knows there is a place that is still open. He'll, he will go to great lengths to make sure that he gets ice cream. Go back to his parents' house and their sure. freezer. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. I will find the ice cream. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, I mean, I feel like anything late at night when everything's closed and you're going to all this trouble to get that food that you really want. Let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. We're just talking about what ridiculous lengths you've gone to to get the food that you're craving. 314 699 766 on the text line. Uh, we got a text from the 636 that says, I've gone many miles out of the way on road trips just to get to that one restaurant that is always good. I feel like we do that every every time I go back to my hometown. We always have to go to this one coffee place. Uh, my wife insists upon it. So we have to go there every single time, no matter how inconvenient it is. Like go all the way back into town before leaving town, those kinds of things. Uh, from the 618, when my wife was pregnant, she was craving Chinese food for some reason. 
season. Most of the places around us are closed on Mondays. The only option was to drive to P.F. Chang's in St. Charles five minutes before they closed. From mm-hmm. where we are in Illinois, that's a solid hour-long drive, two-hour-long road trip for Chinese, Chinese food. yeah. <laughs> wow. And it's kind of Chinese because it's P.F. Chang's. So that's, <laughs> I haven't thought about it in the way of like pregnancy cravings, but I bet yeah. there are definitely some good stories about that. From the 314, not me making a special trip to Krispy Kreme at 2 a.m. to get a dozen glazed. So, uh, you know, when you when you need a dozen glazed, a you A dozen get, at 2 a.m. Heck okay. yeah. Let's go. They, they'll go fast too. Uh, let us know on the text line what it is for you. Uh, what ridiculous links have you gone to to get the food that you are craving? 314-699-47. 66. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Cardinals beat the Brewers last night 4-1, to one, and yesterday we found out that Adam Wainwright threw his last pitch as a professional baseball player. The last pitch, a classic Adam Wainwright curveball. He says, I've thought a lot about it the last few days, and I'm in a really good place mentally. He'll retire with a record of 200 and 128 with a ERA of 3.53. No regrets about anything I ever did. No second thoughts on pitching or retiring. And I'm at peace with all of it. Love it. Yeah, so that's a good thing. Uh, Wayno was also known as one of the pitchers that could hit decently well before the DH thing happened in the National League. And while he's been ruled out to pitch for the rest of the season, Ollie may toss him, toss him in for a, one more at bat. I just like to see Wayno at bat. Well, I won't be watching, but I love that for him. <laughs> and I love that he's in a good place mentally and finishing on a high note. I was thinking about it and I was like, I wonder what is more important when you get to his level, like when you are leaving. Is it the records that you did or didn't break? Or is it just like the actual relationship he's built with this town? Yeah. Because that's how it feels. Like to, to me, it feels more like, oh, it's so cool that we have him and he has us rather than, oh, it's so cool that we have this player who's been around for a while and did a 200 whatever he did. Yeah, and I think for Adam Wainwright, it's a controversy controversy free career, which I think is so hard to do anymore. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That means a lot too. (laughs) He's just a dad who's playing baseball and he's done playing baseball now. Who wants a country career, you know? yeah. And we'll see a little bit of that, hopefully, at the end. Hopefully, he'll be on, you know, he was on ESPN for years and years, and maybe he'll be on WIL here coming up soon. Uh, First pitch tonight against Milwaukee at 640. Kansas City has been turned upside down by Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. False sightings of them have been all over the place. A massive crowd formed outside of Free State Brewing Company in Lawrence on Monday after a rumor that they decided that they were going to be dining there. An employee at the brewery told uh, TMZ that (laughs) they let the Swifties know, but they were not in the house. They were not there, but fans weren't buying it. Still swarms of Swifties outside of this place. Have you seen what all their like small businesses are doing? Yes. They're like Photoshopping really bad Photoshop jobs on purpose of Taylor and Travis inside their establishments just to, you know, really capitalize on the situation. And I feel like this makes sense for bars and barbecues and places like that. But there's also the dentist in Lawrence posted, rumor has it Taylor Swift stopped by to get her teeth cleaned. All right. You know, so. It's a little extreme. (laughs) The most traffic that dental office has ever seen for sure. Uh, Like you said, now businesses Photoshopping. So I don't know. I highly doubt you're going to see them anywhere in public. Yeah. 
anytime soon. Uh, but one business is benefiting the most, and that is the NFL. Yes. They really are. And a lot of people saying, oh, you think she'll be at the next game? No, I don't. No, I think that was a one-time thing for a while. But if she is, I'm telling you, they've got a whole new audience. Oh, yeah. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Today, officially, the long-running writer's strike has officially come to an end. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Woo! Get excited. Let's go. Union leaders signed off on a deal with Hollywood almost five months after the strikes began. Gosh, I'm so excited. Jimmy Fallon can come back now. Let's go. Stalemate began. So just (laughs) yesterday, I was actually listening to a podcast with Jimmy Kimmel, and he made an offhanded statement of like, yeah, I don't know what'll happen. I don't know if my show will come back. Maybe we won't come back. He was very clear about like, they really had no idea what was gonna go down. And he was like, you know, I I talked about retiring for a long time. Maybe this is when that happens yeah. and it's not even my choice. And I, that was the moment where I was like, oh my gosh, you're telling me. Like our favorite TV shows and series and sagas could just come to an end because this could never end. Well, I was wrong. It came to an end today. And this is great because all of the employees of Hollywood, and I don't mean directors or actors or people making millions, but the stagehands and PAs running around sets making far less money, you know, they haven't been able to feed their families or, you know, bring money home for the last five months. Yeah. Rider's strike is done. SAG after strike is not. Right. So you still will see like some celebrities and people that you recognize in like picketing lines and things. Yeah. It's the actors now. The actors are trying to get that deal that they want. I don't know about it. I don't know what it is. I will say that if the writers can do it, then it's it's very possible that the actors are going to come to an agreement a lot quicker yeah. this time around. So hopefully, you know, things, I, I just, I think about things like Stranger Things and all of these shows that we've been anticipating uh-huh. coming back. And now it's all been pushed, you know, six to eight months at least. Exactly. So... They will be back, which is great news. Until then, a lot of reality TV and documentaries, since you don't need necessarily writers or actors for either one of those things. And I feel yeah. like that's all reality TV is, is written now. <laughs> I As for this, it says like the contract that they settled on, it does come down to pay increases, limiting AI in the writing rooms and guaranteed more jobs just to name a few things. So it's cool that they got out there. They they lasted as long as they could and uh, put the work in to do what they needed to do and get the job done. Yep. Shout name of the game the these days, go on strike. Go on strike, people. Well, don't do it. Maybe unless you're an actor and you can support yourself. But yeah, if you see more actors on the picketing lines, that's the deal. But the writer's strike is over. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, do you have a bunch of gifts that you've received over the years that you've just never used? Um, no. Cool. Specifically because like <laughs> I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell people like not to get me stuff like that. Like unless I ask for it, I don't want stuff just like sitting around my house. 
like people haven't even just like given you a gift. Like this happened one time and I sold it on Facebook Marketplace like within an hour. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I was so thoughtful, but I don't have any shame in like passing it on. Gosh, that is, that is so you. Uh, a new survey has found that the average person gets seven gifts a year that they never use. And the worst gift givers are usually friends, children, and coworkers. Yeah. Totally feel that on the coworkers part. Not specifically you. I feel like you've always given good gifts. Well, it's because I'm not going to give you something unless I know you're going to use it. (laughs) That's true. Uh, For me, I would say I got a calendar for Christmas last year. It was dogs. Like, I'm a fan of dogs, but I'm not going (laughs) to. People are going to get their own calendars. You know, like, you don't want to get someone a calendar. I think we give kids, kids on this list, we give them a break. You know, they don't have a wallet or a way to get to the store. So it is what it is when it comes to them. Yeah, this was definitely an adult that gave this to me. And I, it felt like a re-gift for sure. My favorite was I got several sleeves of golf balls with a random insurance company logo on it. Like you definitely oh. got this. You got this from your place of work. Yeah. I, I appreciate the golf balls, but. Yeah. <laughs> or like if you're at Christmas and somebody gives you like some sort of Cardinals memorabilia that you know was the theme ticket prize that day. Yeah. A new survey uh, said that 26% of people say they donate unwanted gifts to charity. 18% consider re-wrapping and giving them to someone else. Uh, listing on Facebook Marketplace is not here, Casey. So you're you're, you're a gem. Well, <laughs> you're going to yeah. make money off of the gift that you were given. If it's worth it, I mean, hey. But no, I totally, I just, I think it's so, the older I get, the more into gift cards I am. I think it says exactly like, hey, I care about you. I want you to have this gift. Yeah. And I'm not giving you some piece of junk that you're just going to let sit in your junk drawer. I feel like you can't go wrong if you know that they drink coffee. Yeah. Target gift card, Starbucks gift card. Slam dunk every time. Yeah, things like that. I feel like that those are good. Gift exchanges, pointless. Especially if it's like a gift card gift exchange. Like, what are we doing here? Oh, that's so lame. We're literally just passing a $50 bill to each other. Yeah, we don't need to do that. <laughs> For what? And now we have to specifically spend it somewhere. We could have gone to an escape room, but uh, no. Bad romance novels, diet plans, car manual toys, car manual, cuff links, ties. These are some of the worst gifts that people have been given. So actually just yesterday, my fiance asked, he was like, you know, with the wedding coming up, are we going to give each other gifts on wedding day? Or are we going to give like the people around us gifts on wedding day? And I'm like, like what? Some like tie that says our name on the back or, you know, our wedding date or something like that. To me, these kind of things just feel like a, I could totally give you a gift card and say, thank you so much. Yeah. I don't need to give you something. Your sunglasses with my wedding date etched in the side. I think you should give. Uh, I think you should give your fiance, who will be your husband, a gift card. I think that's great. He's not getting one. I got a watch. My wife got got me a watch, and and the wedding band was my gift to her. I think the marriage is our gift. There you go. And sometimes. Just being in an exotic location See, there you is go. all that matters. So, yeah, if you're going to give a gift, maybe don't overthink the gift card thing. Yeah. Starbucks gift card, please. See? Remy and Casey. All right, this week we've had Cardinals tickets for the Cardinal Stadium Tour Wayno's version t-shirt night. So we're going to play Wayno's Wizardry again, a trivia game. That was pretty easy to start. And now we're getting into the harder questions. So today... I would say this is uh, mid to high level strength. Okay. On the, uh, you might not know this kind of question. Interesting. 
But if given long enough, you may be able to Google the answer. All right, here's today's question for those tickets on Friday. What activity does Adam Wainwright participate in the day after he pitches? He's got a name for it and everything. Wow. 314-954-9230. What activity does Adam Wainwright participate in the day after he pitches? I have no idea. Yeah. It's good for pitchers. We'll say that. 314-954-9230-923. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Amy. Amy, what does Adam Wainwright do after he pitches, the day after he pitches? His old man pitching walk. You got it! Wow. He goes on a walk uh, around whichever stadium or city he finds himself in. Like you said, he calls it his day after pitching old man walk. And he, he'll, he'll like post pictures on Twitter and what he's been listening to and things like that. I yep. have never heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. You're going to the game on Friday night. Awesome. Remy and Casey. Today we're playing the big three. Danielle from Waterloo's on the phone. She's playing for these Tim McGraw tickets. He's going to be at the Enterprise Center on March 22nd. Remy, would you like to spin the wheel and see what game you're playing today? Let's go. This is a good spin. Today we're playing Where Are You, Tim McGraw? Where I'll play a bit of a Tim McGraw song and you'll tell me where is Tim McGraw? Danielle, make sure you're listening so that you can help out Remy. In case he doesn't know. We'll need it for sure. We'll start out easy and we'll get a little bit harder as we go. But I have some faith in you in this. Tim McGraw's classic. Everybody knows these hits. So first, where are you, Tim McGraw? Where the green grass grows. Green. He's in a field. <laughs> green grass. We'll go with that. <laughs> Watch that corn pop up and rose. Number two. He's on a farm? I don't know. Where are you, Tim McGraw? Well, it was five years later on a southbound plane. I was... Uh, watching her in that miniskirt. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are you? Uh, Danielle. I'm going to go to Danielle for this one. Headed south to New Orleans. Going to New Orleans. Going to New Orleans. Let's go. And finally, where are you, Tim McGraw? She picked me up and uh, she picked me up in that Honda Accord. It's <laughs> uh, not she bad. She picked me up and then uh, pickup truck. And that pickup truck. Final answer. I like Honda Accord better. Out of all three questions, Danielle, how many do you think Remy got correct today? One, two, or three? Two. Yeah, Two. I like it. I like it. Did it happen? Remy. 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 Yes. Okay. Oh. Let's run through it. Obviously, number one. The camel's buried in a big straw stack. I'm gonna live where the green grass grows. Where the green grass grows, obviously. Danielle helped you with number two. Well, it was five years later on a southbound plane. I was headed down to New Orleans. <laughs> And last but not least, not a pickup truck. She picked me up in that red rag top. See, so you got uh, a little harder. Red rag top. But you did well. Yeah. Two out of three. Danielle is still going to see Tim McGraw. 
on March 22nd at the Enterprise Center. I kind of want to go to New Orleans. See, it, it kind of puts you in the mood for Let's that, right? <laughs> Tim McGraw with Carly Pierce at the Enterprise Center. Congrats, Danielle. You're going to the show. Woo! Uh, awesome, thanks. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. The 16-year-old from Foley, Missouri, made actual waves last night on The Voice. Her name is Ruby Lee. And we talked about her a little bit yesterday and I think keeping up with Casey. And we mentioned that I've never seen The Voice. But knowing that we have two kind of local kids, one from Foley and then one from Waterloo. Yeah. I felt, I was like, okay, I got to figure this out. I got to see what's going on here. I saw a clip of her. It's pretty awesome. It was (laughs) so awesome. I'm a little embarrassed almost to tell you that I'm like getting kind of soft in the way that I was a little misty-eyed whenever I watched her performance and her reaction. So Ruby Lee, she's on the show. She walks out for her performance. She does, oh my gosh, what is it called? I want to be a cowboy sweetheart. Okay. Dude, if you're going to yodel, man, Come I'm turning. On! I don't even care. She she could have said nothing else in that audition. She could have just done it. Man, that yodeling starts. I'm out. It was, you're out? No, I'm, I'm in. You're like, in, but I'm like, in, yeah, you're I've turned out. around. Yeah. Oh, so, good. so good. First, John Legend. Then, Reba. Finally, Gwen Stefani and Niall Horan. Yeah. I think they were kind of followers at that point, but it got... It was so good to see them all standing, the whole crowd going crazy. And um, I don't know how, obviously this doesn't happen often yeah, when she, all four judges turn around. They, did they say that she had been, or maybe you said it yesterday, she'd been performing at one of the local like restaurants or bars for several years. This, I don't know. Because I, like these artists, it's so crazy how many are so talented and we know nothing of them until they get on these shows. But uh-huh. they're, they're local celebrities. Everybody knows who they are fully or whatever. Right. But uh, it's not until they get to national TV to where we're both like, oh my gosh. We're like, oh my gosh, she's from here. We need her. She really caught Reba's attention and Reba said, quote, I'm a third generation rodeo brat. So Patsy Montana, a country Western singer, not just a country singer. There is a difference. I'm very flattered and proud of my heritage that you're singing this song. So Reba ended up like yodeling too. And then, you know, obviously at the end of the day, Ruby Lee chooses to be on Reba's team. Of course. Of course. It just makes sense. Yeah. You can't not at that point. I I feel like we need her on the show. We need to reach out to our connections at The Voice. You think she's physically around right now? They do. They they're in between. So like there's the audition phase. And once they're done with that, then they have a little bit of a break and they're not recording until you know, whatever date, but until they go back, they can to, totally do phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder where she's at. We do got to get a hold of her. The performance was so good. It almost made me emotional to know that like she's from here. Almost, but not quite. You know, <laughs> Remy and Casey. Get excited because 31 mornings of Halloween starts next week. Yeah. Yeah, it does. A little bit of this, a little bit of this. It's officially spooky season. 31 mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey, powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. 
Johnny Brox is back. That doesn't get you in the mood. I don't know what will, but I feel like we, you and I here on the station, huge fans of October. Yes. And as you once three years ago famously quoted, October is the awesomest month of the year. <laughs> it's true. I'll it's never true. forget that. <laughs> we want to know because, well, we had Casey's haunted trunk. Was that last year or the year before? That was... Was that two years ago? Two years ago at this you, point. You went and you bought a haunted trunk at like a flea market. Yeah. Didn't know it was haunted. Brought it into your house. Everything started going awry. Had the St. Louis Paranormal Society come take a look at it. Had the scariest few weeks of my life following. Yep. yep. Found out it belonged to some child. Immigrants. Where were they from? Italy was, or somewhere? It was a man named Pete. Uh, and he was from... I don't remember. He was from overseas. And it was uh, the trunk that he had kept his baby's things in and yeah. the baby was killed in a house fire. Oh. Yeah. Learned all of this from the Paranormal Society here in St. Wild. Louis. Wild. This is awesome. It was, it was a weird night. <laughs> Saw a ghost on the wall via some imaging. It was... Remy's it was, computer caught on fire. It's it pretty was, nuts. Oh, yeah, that did happen too. While you were filming the videos of the trunk. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. So we want to know, is your house or is a house that you know of haunted? I also have to let you know, Remy and his family went to go look at a house over the weekend recently. Yes, but not for us. I Not for you guys, no. I told my mom about this, who is heavily, you know, involved in the real estate world. Yeah. And she was like, Casey, that house is haunted. Oh, is it? She was like, you wonder why it's been up on the market for so long? You wonder why it's destroyed? Man, this house is wild. I think we should do something if we, should, we, I think we should try and get in there before October. So it's one of these houses that's just so random and they're, it's, it's kind of large for, but it doesn't look large, if that makes mm. sense. Uh, we, oh, we should contact that realtor. I think that that might be a fun little, little Excursion. experiment. Yeah. We're getting off track here. Essentially, if your house is haunted or if you have a wild story or a haunted item, like I had the trunk, we want to know about it because we're going to need, we're going to want to talk about all these wild haunted happenings yeah. throughout October. All you have to do is just text us 314-699-4766. Give me a little synopsis of what we're looking at. Send me an email address. We'll get in touch and maybe we'll bring the paranormal society over to your house or, you know, we'll just kind of We'll do a little story on we'll it. Figure something out. Yeah. Or if you've ever been visited, this is new for this year, by aliens or a UFO. If aliens. you've seen a UFO. Oh, my God. oh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to go into a house and look for ghosts, but she doesn't believe that there's aliens. I guess that is a little <laughs> hypocritical of me. 314 699 4766. We're also going to do a highway cleanup later in October. So if you would like to help us out with that, we find some scary stuff on the side of 270. I'll True. say that. Our volunteer squad form is up on the website. All you got to do is go to 923wil.com. But I'm very excited to start 31 mornings of Halloween on Monday, powered by. Johnny Brock's Dungeon. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thanks to Logan, I'm sorry, we say thanks to Jonathan Barber, nominated by Logan, Colton, and Lenin. After high school, Jonathan enlisted in the U.S. Army and did two deployments in Iraq, completed his service as a sergeant, and started his career in law enforcement. He currently works as a patrol deputy for the Randolph County Sheriff's Office and is a captain at the Steelville 
volunteer fire department and president of Backstoppers of Randolph County and is a deputy coroner in Randolph County. Wow, he does a lot of stuff. He also coaches summer baseball in his spare time. This is the <laughs> definition of somebody who lives to help other people. Jonathan, thank you for everything that you do. It's Remy and Casey on the way out today. Uh, we talked about 31 mornings of Halloween, which starts next Monday here on the show. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe Monday It'll be October. It's the second. Yeah. This is crazy. (laughs) It's uh, super crazy. We've been filling in our our 31 mornings of Halloween calendar, and we've got some fun things in the works, I think. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Uh, But if you feel like maybe your home is haunted, or you feel like grandma's home is haunted, or you know of a friend's home that's haunted, we might want to bring our paranormal friends in and just see. And just see if it actually is. You know. And see if they're nice ghosts or if they're mean ghosts. And either way, we'll be leaving. We'll uh, leave the rest up to you. (laughs) Yes. Um, No, but I think that would be super fun, especially since we did my trunk a couple years ago, which was quite a saga itself. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm sure there's people out there who have stories. Yeah. If you've got any leads, let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. Just a little synopsis of what you got, maybe your email address so we can get a hold of you. And then maybe we'll figure out if that house is actually haunted or not. It could be fun. (laughs) It will be really fun. I'm I'm so looking forward to October and all the things that we have planned. So uh, very excited about that. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey show podcast and we will see you tomorrow for a Friday light. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 WIL.